0: Suspicion. James sat by himself in the back of the lab, pretending to pay attention to Mr. Gowalko. He flicked glances at the stool where his brother usually sat, and a low broil of irritation brought out beads of sweat on his forehead. He'd lost count how many times Devin had skipped in the last few weeks. Looking away from the empty stool, James tried again to focus on the teacher. The sound of dripping made it impossible for him to follow the lecture. It grew louder and louder, until each droplet slammed into the countertop with the weight of a brick. A growing puddle of black ooze moved ever closer to where his hands rested on his books. How could she still be bleeding? He wondered to himself. A chill swept up his back as the specter to his left shifted on her stool, spreading a smattering of inky goo across the sleeve of the boy next to her. James's blood froze as he studied the boy's face. Nothing but a mask of boredom clung there. The boy rubbed his sleeve on his forehead, leaving a streak of gray black on his tanned skin, still seemingly unaware, sending home the fact that he alone could see these women. Women. The term definitely fit the first one who had appeared to him. Bleeding, broken, and accusing, she had woken him out of a sound sleep. Her icy hands gripping him, sucking him into the blackness with her. But the second could scarcely be called a woman. Not much older than James himself, most likely a college student. She had come to him, just as broken, just as hungry to touch him. The memory of it made his stomach lurch. Maybe no one else can see them because they don't exist. Maybe I've lost my freaking marbles. Yet even as the thought crossed his mind, he knew it couldn't be true. He remembered the news broadcasts, the photos of beautiful women viciously murdered. The same women now sat quietly at his sides, looking anything but beautiful. A shiver prickled his skin. No, he conceded, they must be ghosts. He'd heard of people who could see ghosts and always thought they were full of crap. The last week or so had certainly done a lot to change his tune. Unless I'm crazy. He pushed the thought back. Crazy people don't know they're crazy, right? He turned to the younger ghost and studied her face, a sadness washing over him. In another time, her smooth alabaster skin would have been mesmerizing. But the gaping wounds that marred it now masked the beauty she once possessed. Her face snapped sideways, cloudy eyes locking onto his. A wicked grin stretched wide, exposing bloody teeth. At her hungry look, panic brewed in the pit of his stomach. If she tried to touch him again, he didn't think he'd be able to keep it together. Her pale and bloodied hand moved slightly, and a bit of light glinted off of something she clutched in her palm. Odd, he thought as he tried to get a look at it without moving closer to her. He peered at the shiny object, a niggling of familiarity poking at his memory. Then it was gone. Whatever she held there meant nothing to him. The ghost's arm jutted forward, and James panicked, craning far back on his stool. I have to get out of here. He shuddered and looked away only to find the entire class staring at him. Did you have a question? Mr. Gawalko asked, a perplexed expression hung loosely to his old and tired-looking face. From his peripheral vision, James caught sight of the ghost moving again. It took everything he could muster not to flinch.